This is the Chippewa Valley Geek Actual Play and Community Theater Podcast. Cult of Personality. The Newman Era One Shot. The Cult of So, an introduction to the Ninth World. There have been eight previous worlds. You refer to them as ages, aeons, epics, or eras, but it's not wrong to think of each as its own individual world. Each former world stretched across vast millennia of time. Each could host a race whose civilizations rose to supremacy and eventually died or scattered, disappeared, or transcended. During the time that each world flourished, those that ruled it spoke to the stars, reaching new the physical bodies, and mastered foreign essence all in their own unique ways. Each left behind remnants. The ninth world is built on the bones of the previous eight, and in particular the last four. Reach into the dust, and you'll find that each part of it has been worked, manufactured or grown, and then ground back into grit. A fine artificial soil, by the relentless power of time. Look to the horizon. Is that a mountain, or part of an impossible monument to the forgotten or of lost people? Feel that subtle vibration between feet and that ancient engines, best machines the size of kingdoms still operate in the balls of the earth. The ninth world is more discovering the wonders of the worlds that came before it, not for their own sake, but as a means to improve the present and build a future. Hi, everybody. You don't have to. I'm Nick. I'm running a one-shot of Numenera using the starter set. Um, Was that a Kickstarter, Nick? No. Oh, okay. (laughs) Sweet irony. Second edition of it was a Kickstarter, which I dumped way more money than I'd like to admit to into to get all of the books in print, because I can't help myself, because I may have a slight addiction. Um, well, really, I just like the really I like the lore of the world and kind of the setup of it, and the way it's so fluid and open, and just kind of whatever you want can be there. Uh, plus, the system's fairly light; it's almost classless. If I want to anyway, play, uh, like awakened Twinkie, I would allow it. Okay. Sometime eons in the past, one of the races enjoyed Twinkies a little too much. They performed some experiments and actually gave them consciousness. Those Twinkies are still alive today in a deep underground vault, which has not seen the light of day in eons. Okay. I want to see you wearing a cowboy hat. (laughs) (laughs) It has to talk like Mr. Pooh from South Park. (laughs) Hey, kids. Yeah, I had it, but I lost it. (sighs) Sorry to interrupt. Anyway. Yeah, no, that's like entirely possible. Also, there could be some interdimensional gate to a different planet or dimension that has cupcakes, cupcakes, or a race that actually looks like Twinkies. Anyway, moving on. So, <clears throat> uh, I and Nick, I'll be running this little one-shot starter session. Everybody's using pregens. Uh, go on the table, introduce yourself and your character. Uh, probably the easiest way to introduce your character is to actually just kind of call out what they are. Like, read those words. Read those words, because that's basically, when you're creating a character, that's basically how you create the character. That kind of defines who they are, what abilities they have, what talents they have. Um, And then maybe a little bit of your background, if there's anything particularly interesting in there. Brian, let's have you go first. Hi, Brian. I am playing Tannis, non-elven. 
I'm a strong-willed Jack who commands mental powers. And I look like Avatar in the last time with Airbender. This is impressive. Fast as you can can. Oh, that's all we're reading? Okay. <clears throat> whatever you want and to anything put else, it. Anything else you want from your background or anything we want to add to the character, give them flavor, it's your character now. Go to town, Dee. Okay. I'm Dee, and I am playing Faroon. I am a stealthy jack who loves to explore dark places. I've got a dark place. Because <laughs> you can't see, see me steal things in dark places. Right, D also has to type. I forgot that. <laughs> <laughs> you don't game with us enough anymore. <laughs> I'm BJ. I'm playing Kellane, strong glaive who wears a sheen of ice. And I'm uh, apparently been in and out of prison, legally and I- illegally. How, do you, how are you legally in prison? Illegally out of prison as an escaped convict. He's been legally in prison and illegally out of prison. That's right. <laughs> Actually, my story does state I took the rap for somebody else. Me too. <laughs> Sorry. <clears throat> we were all innocent in here. Yep. Go ahead, Is Mike. That okay. Yep. <laughs> I thought the story, I was waiting to hear more. Uh, I'm Mike. I'm playing Shared Talar, an intelligent nano who leads. Uh, leads where? Leads what? Leads whom? We don't know. Uh, I assume a nano is kind of someone oh, with yeah, a good affinity for the... Sorry, the you, you missed that part. So, there are three major classes. There are jacks, nanos, and glaives. Glaives are sort of the warriors... Um, and that can be strength or dex based, either way they want to go. Like, there's multiple paths they can choose. Uh, jacks are basically jack of all trades. They're kind of good at everything, but great at nothing. Um, they're pretty balanced across the stat pools. Uh, they tend to have a little bit more stealthy kind of things, a little bit roguey ish, mm-hmm. but they're not typed into that at all. Uh, nanos are sorcerers, slash scientists, slash wizards, slash psionicists, slash. Okay. If it involves the mind, thinking, or creativity, they probably do it in one fashion or another. Okay. Supra genius. I'm yeah. slightly disappointed. <laughs> I, I can't can't deliver on it. So. <laughs> All right. So we begin the adventure. You are off. traveling through the wilderness. Why you're there? Um, let's say you've been. Given a task to try and find this town, you heard there's some troubles happening. You're not sure exactly where it is. You were told it was in this direction a couple of hours. This was a day ago. You've kind of been going around in circles. You're pretty sure you've seen the same giant mossy oak over here five times, the one with the weird bacterium growing out of it. You don't worry about that. Um, it's tasty. These things happen. Um, so you guys are wandering through the wilderness. It's kind of a rough, lightly wooded landscape. There are no roads or paths. Birds and insects fly around, and the occasional animal scurries amid the trees. You come upon a shallow stream. Pausing at the bank for a drink, you see that upstream something artificial rises in the flowing water. What do you do? Something artificial rises in the flowing water. Like yes. something comes out of the water? Yeah, there's something sticking out of it. You're the thinker. I'm far too curious to let this go unexamined. 
Well, let's go look at it. This could be a valuable find of the many mysteries in this world which we do not understand. I'm going to go put my greasy hands all over the thing. <laughs> As one does in this world. Yeah. Um, it appears to be a single structure of gray metal and bits of yellowed synth. A few white symbols are precisely painted on the sides, but they are scratched and fading with age, and beating the slit in the ninth world anyway. <clears throat> uh, it looks to be about 20 feet long. It's roughly oval, circular-ish. Um, you don't see any windows or obvious doors. Got to be a button somewhere. Uh, roll me intelligence checks, anybody who wants to investigate. And if you have any skills that apply or any kind of special training, say so. Hmm. I will expect, I mean, we know but, the but ancient ones always had an entrance to their structures. They weren't that stupid. Water wet. 17. Okay. You find a small rectangular depression on one side. It's about two inches by one inch wide and about an inch deep. Inside the depression are two round holes the size of nails. Um, with your roll... Do you have any Monero training? Yes, I do. Okay. You can deduce that this is probably some sort of keyhole. Um, you're not quite sure what object goes into it. Obviously, there's nothing you can see here right now that would fit it, but that's probably the way to open whatever doors this thing has. Hmm. It requires an unlocking device that looks uh, like the negative of that. I'm good at breaking inanimate objects. <clears throat> yes, yes, you are. <laughs> Do it. Do it now. What do you do? Let's see. Get a big rock and start smashing on it or something. Are you okay with this? Sure. All right. Roll me a strength test. And I am trained to breaking inanimate objects. Okay. I will get a 13. You don't even scratch it. Like, you hit it with a rock repeatedly. Chips break off the rock. Nothing happens to the structure at all. That's some good stuff. Just a minute, I got some lightsaber chopsticks somewhere. I will pick the lock. I'm I'm <laughs> going to uh, just make an effort to remember the size and shape of the okay. keyhole, as it were, and uh, just in case I ever see a piece of flotsam that looks like that, I'll remember to pick it up. Uh, I'm going to spend two intellect points, so that's off of that big total. Yep. Okay. And use, which is really one, because I have a edge. Correct. And I'm going to scan the structure. I can't scan the whole thing, because it does a ten-foot cube, Mm -hmm. but I'll scan, like, the area around the door. You don't sense anything inside of it as far as living creatures. Okay. So inside of it, all you really kind of feel is that it's an open space with kind of a rectangular box hanging inside of it. I think we found the locked box. Um, And it seems to be... Social security is inside. And it seems to kind of be open underneath the box. Like below? Yes. Hmm. It's open further down, not filled with water. 
or am I unable to tell? It seems to be open space. Okay. But we're kind of standing in a stream, right? Yes. Okay. Um, as you investigate, so you kind of look at the stream, you're looking around here. You do notice that that it looks like it actually hasn't been here long. Like the stream, the kind of way it flows, the way it works, looks like it doesn't actually go around it. Like you'd expect, like it was going through where it was previously. Mm-hmm. You see some dead fish, some insects, frogs, and everything's around it that look like they were just kind of displaced and killed. I don't see like sediment building up on the downstream nope. side of it. Yeah. Okay. Um, hmm. <clears throat> this just appeared here not long ago, or was placed here, or perhaps traveled here. So Who's to it say, is meant for us then. Could well be. It seems to lead to possibly a subterranean area. All right. How do we get this thing open? Well, Hit it with your rock more. I'll hit it with a rock. Okay. <laughs> At this point, you start hearing noises coming from the woods around you, like people approaching. Well, we should get inside or move on, I'm sure. Um, is, is this like a generally like a post-apocalyptic type? World, like are people <coughs> unfriendly, hostile, or is it more just like a fantasy setting? Like, hello, villagers. Yes, to all of that. Okay, so let's get in or move on. Um, so what do you do? Do you want to? You can see they're obviously approaching, getting closer. Do you want to wait and talk to them? People aren't necessarily unfriendly. It's kind of a survival environment in some aspects, just because you're at a base assistance level. But you're also surrounded by the ruins of all this crap around you. So people tend to work together if they can, if it's advantageous towards them. But otherwise, not necessarily. But as far as like an apocalyptic landscape, no, this looks like a normal forest, more or less. So it's like Cormac McCarthy's The Road. What could possibly be wrong? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> what about you? Do you think you can get us in? I would like to try pick okay. a lock. Lock picking is normally dexterity. I would say in this case it's intellect though. So roll me an intellect roll. Um, lock picking means you're trained, so it reduces the difficulty by one. I rolled a twenty. That twenty. That's good. Uh-huh. That's good. Yeah. Okay. How did Monty cook so? You have a couple little metal wires and like I a did. little battery transistor thing. And you realize <coughs> that if you hook them up to the holes in just the right way and put the charge through, you can actually jump this, whatever this is. So as you're doing this, like the door starts shuttering open. Um, looking in, you see just like kind of a glowing box. It's roughly the size of, I guess, this room, maybe 20 by 20. It's a little bigger than this room. But um, there's kind of a panel on one side, another one of these depressions there. Um, some lights glowing from the top, some glow orbs. Other than that, you don't see much else in here. Um, the voices from behind you are approaching faster. They're almost to you now. We see them. Do you look? Sure. Okay. Yeah, you see four figures approaching you. You should touch that glowing thing. 
The light. Why was glowing in there? He said a glowing box. Uh, there's a like a little bit of a panel with another one of these keyhole type things in it. Uh, and then there's like glowing orbs in the ceiling, which are basically glow orbs. You know what those are. Most of you have one or two of them. Yep. They're just like they're like light sources. Okay. I'm gonna no. I'm gonna look like I'm standing by the doorway. I'm gonna throw that away. Look at these people approaching. Yep. And put on my mask. Okay. And hail the strangers in a friendly and agreeable way. How many are there, and what do they look like? Okay, there are four. Oops, sorry, five. Um, all of them are wearing what looks to be kind of disheveled yellow robes. Oh, um, great. <laughs> uh, there's one man who seems to kind of hold himself like he's in charge. He's walking by the rest of them. He looks very officious. He's kind of middle-aged, like lower, upper 40, lower 40s. Um, there's a man with glasses. He's tall and thin, angular features. Um, he kind of is mumbling to himself as he's walking along. He seems distracted. Um, he's kind of like making notes of things in a notebook he's carrying as he goes. Uh, there's a woman who is round-faced and of average height. Doesn't have a whole lot of other distinctive features. Uh, and then there are two other men. One is a tough man, quiet man, and one is an aging man. Um, they're both wearing what looks to be chainmail armor. Um, the younger one carries a sword, the older one carries an axe. So you have three Hare Krishnas and two guards, basically? Something like that, yes. Okay. Um, as you hail them, the one who looks a little more officious kind of calls out in a gruff tone, Hold! What are you doing? What are you doing? We're returning to our home, the Vortex. We are the cult of the Vortex. And what is the cult of the Vortex? Us. We worship the Vortex. It is our god. It is inside this building. We came across across the structure. How, how did you chance. open the door? Very carefully. With our minds. The gods have indeed blessed you. Yes. Yes. <laughs> We are your new leaders. <laughs> Tell me more about this vortex, for I may wish to join your cult. Not join, lead. Well, that's just we'll what he Get there. <laughs> it is honest and refreshing to hear a cult just call itself a cult. Doesn't necessarily mean it's a bad thing. No, 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 no. I'm not saying that at all. Just it's nice to. Oh, they <clears throat> said cold. Cult. cult. Cult of the vortex. <laughs> so you we're talking. You were in there fondling those globes. That's what we do. So we're over here trying to lead a cult, and he's over here going, "Here, have some uh, cold medicine." <laughs> okay. Basically, they inform you that the vortex is this presence, this energy thing. They believe this entire structure was built to house that by the forebears as proof of its divinity, and. Are you worshipping a matter-antimatter converter? Because that's what this sounds like, is you're worshipping a matter-antimatter. <laughs> um, they tell you, no, it is, it is clearly the presence of, of God. The vortex is our God. You, you sound like an unbeliever, sir. You must leave. Leave this place now. I'm a seeker of truth. 
But and I will leave this place now gladly. But we are also looking for the village of. <coughs> and we've been wandering around in circles, lost, uh, trying to find it. Could you? Do you know where that village lies? I. It's. It, it's about a two hours that way. And he points the way you've been going this entire time. That's what they said from where we started, which wasn't here. Was he also points the way back to where they came. Yeah, we just came from there. It's like right there. Um, they kind of go up to it, and do you guys like clear out of it, or do you kind of like stick around? Are you hanging in there? Like, what are you doing at this point? What do the two quiet ones think? I'm expecting to throw it out. We're in their temple. It could be our temple. Could Do we need a base of operations? It's always yeah. helpful. Do we need a matter antimatter converter? What if it's what if they're <laughs> the answer to that is never no. <laughs> what if they're worshiping, worshiping the lithium chamber in a spaceship and <laughs> then we can fly to any village we want? This is possible. All of these things are possible. Um, if you guys aren't actively trying to impede them, they'll kind of do what looks like almost sort of like a ritual outside the door before they enter. Mm-hmm. Um, you see the man pull a stick out of his robes and kind of go up and stick it into the hole in the wall mm-hmm. and push one of the buttons on it. And as he does, the door starts shining closed again. So are any of you still inside of there? Oh well, yeah, I'm checking to see if everything is nailed down. Okay. <laughs> so they're going to hustle you out of there. Do you want to resist them or do you let it happen? Uh, I'm inclined to resist. I want to see the I'm vortex. Gonna, I'm going to resist. Okay. Fill your hands, you son of a bitch. Hey, I would like there. to persuade them to let us accompany them and see the vortex. Before th- I'm going to try that before things get real pushy. Okay. I am now trained in persuasion. I'm wearing the mask of level 5 for whatever that's okay. worth. Okay, give me an intellect roll. All right, I'm going to spend three from my pool to reduce that an additional level of difficulty. Okay, and that's reduced by one because you have a edge in it. Oh, thank you. Uh, Sixteen. It should be two di- levels of difficulty easier because I'm trained. Yeah. And, and you're trained I and spent you spent edge. Okay. okay. So, what do you say to them? Because Gregor is, he's like, oh, I don't, you, you, you don't seem like you truly understand the, the holiness of the vortex. This is true, I do not, but I'm, I'm a seeker of truth and knowledge, and I want to uh, see it firsthand. For how do we gain knowledge except through our lying eyes? All right, I, we're peaceful people. You, you seem like it, except for him. He seems not very peaceful. He's peaceful-ish. In patches. <laughs> in bursts. And she seems... She seems... Are you a... Is your character a female or male? Female. Okay. She seems... I have to ask. doesn't have to be. She seems really shifty over there with her wires and That's things. That's called um, sluttiness. The well, vortex, she can definitely come in then. The vortex <laughs> wants me to learn more. I, this might be true. You managed to open the, the doors without a key. This is this is fascinating. The power of her mind. Alright. Uh, and I he just yeah, what do you hangs think? around her. 
You've not said anything this entire time. Who are you? Yes, I break things. I was just waiting for him to fail. Gregor reluctantly agrees to let you accompany him down. He says you will have to get approval from Amrasal, who is the leader of their little group. Oh, okay. Um, he is he's the one the, the Vortex speaks to. And only him? Well, yes. None of the rest of us have heard it speak. We've, we've basked in its glory, but it has, it has never spoken to us. Um, yeah, so you enter. The doors close. He inserts the key, pushes the button, and then you don't feel any motion, but you get the sense you're moving. Okay. Um, it takes about 45 seconds, and then the doors open again, and they don't show the outside anymore. They show a massive dark chamber. Um, you looking out, you can't see the walls. You see a couple walkways stretching into the distance, uh, but you can't see ceilings, walls, anything. It's just an entire, a ginormous, massive dark room. Uh, the officious one give his name? Gregor. Gregor, sorry. What is this place, Gregor? Are we it's, below ground or are we in a. A different yes, dimension. We're, we're in the temple. The temple I of the Vortex. I don't see anything even with my superior eyesight. What's that? I see in darkness. Oh. Uh, I guess in that case, yeah, you can... It's. It appears to be roughly, like, you step out, there's a kind of a catwalk going around this platform, which is roughly in the middle of it. So it's kind of a giant octagonal room. Um, there's walkways stretching out. It looks roughly like roughly like that. One of the paths is lit. There's a bunch of candles, detritus, glow sticks, little prayer ribbons, assorted religious icons kind of along this path. Um, but the rest of these all kind of lead out to the edge of the walls. Um, and it's massively dark. Like you can barely see. It's at least a thousand feet from here to the edge. So even with your eyesight, you can barely see the edge. And these catwalks just go over nothing? These walkways? Or are they yes. Just... Below you, you can't see the bottom. Whatever's down there, you don't know. It's just nothingness below you. Um, Gregor motions you to follow him, and he starts proceeding towards the lighted path. We'll take the path. It leads to our sanctuary. Um, and they kind of go down it. I'll follow. Um... I'm keeping my mouth shut. I think I can use that to my advantage later. But anyway. On this platform mm-hmm. on which we appeared or landed, uh, looking around, is there an obvious matching kind of keyhole? Yes. Okay. There's a keyhole? The same as the one above. <laughs> this is, it looks good to open the door to that central chamber again from down here. Well, I want to open that. You want to open it just came right out of? Oh, okay. Never. Yeah, I'm making sure we have a way back. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, uh, proceeding along the path, um, there's a lot of icons. Uh, they appear to be mostly spiral patterns, stylized sun symbols, and images of a very angular humanoid with four arms. Um, the path Brilliant. leads along one of the ways to Brilliant. a... Mrs. Cleaver. <laughs> uh, the path leads along... 
uh, one of the walkways to the door. Um, when you get to it, Gregor, again, there's another keyhole. He puts his stick into it and pushes a different button, and the door whooshes open. Um, it opens <coughs> ponderously and loudly. It is massive. It is almost ten feet wide. Uh, beyond the door lies a corridor whose cross-section is hexagonal. It looks roughly like that. So you are now in here. He leads you along this path, ignoring all of the side croppings, and directly into this circular chamber here. Is there anything going on down any of these side alleys? Um, you see random things. Down one there's a room with what looks like a kind of glowing globe hanging in it. Another one has a large panel with some colored lights kind of flickering over it and some almost like buttons underneath of it. Um, another one has just a closed door. Without actually going and investigating these, it's hard to tell what any of them are. Is there human activity? Nope. Okay. Nope. I just have this urge to go over to the wall with all the coloring lights and the buttons below and see if I can start matching colors. <laughs> if you want to. What do you think? Right, well, we're still in a group of people. I'll have to come back to it. We can, we can fuck around with it later. Yeah. When you own it. Yeah. <laughs> Are we dungeoneering too hard? You're fine. <laughs> <laughs> when do we go into murder hobo mode? Anytime if we want. Well, we can get this encounter done before we're supposed <clears throat> to even get it done. And... Um, so the path eventually ends at a spot looking down into a well-lit round chamber. From the entrance, a spiral ramp leads down to the floor 15 feet below although a 12-foot-wide ledge extends around the perimeter at that same height as well, effectively giving the room two levels. Uh, the ledge is covered in various control panels with suites, with screens, sliding switches, lit buttons, and even more mysterious mechanisms. Everything appears to be functional, although the function is not readily apparent. A few panels have been scavenged for shins and other valuables. At the floor level, round red couches furnish the space along with a number of small round tables. The floor itself is padded scent and is soft to walk upon, the room appears well lived in, with a few books and pillows scattered around the couches, dishes, and cups on the tables, and in more than one spot, ashtrays filled with butts. There are nine rectangular doors spaced equidistant around the room. Each of these doors is closed right now, um, but there's panels right next to them that presumably could open them. Um, there's another. Well, right at the top of the ramp. There's another Push door down. with a keyhole. down, you jump over me and deliver the killing blow onto them. At the bottom. And Gregor tells you to wait here while he goes and approaches uh, a brassel and gets his permission. Okay. Uh, there are several other people in this room. Who is playing Karis? No. The one character that wasn't picked. Yep, it is. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So there's one guy who's kind of sitting on a couch. He doesn't really say much. He kind of looks up as you come in and then kind of goes back down to looking at what he's working on. Um, There's another woman who is short with long black hair. She wears dark mechanical goggles and a low gravity power, and they basically just serve against filters against bright light. There is a middle-aged woman who has a matronly kind of look about her. She kind of bustles up as Gregor, you know, tells you to wait here. She's like, oh, we... We'll take care of your needs. We'll kind of get you comfortable. Are you newcomers to the cult? To the 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 order of the Vortex? Uh, we're auditioning. Oh, well that, that's wonderful. We're always pleased to have new members. It's so good to see people 
We've been declining so terribly recently. It's it's good to have new blood come in. Um, Tell me more about declining. <laughs> oh, just over the years, just our numbers. We've, we've people have. We used to number hundreds in our cult, and people have been you know kind of dying off over the years, and we haven't been getting many new members. So it's it's there aren't as many of us anymore. Tried making pamphlets. We yes, it didn't work. Going door to door. <laughs> they told us to go away because they don't believe in G- Genova, whatever that is. Um, you see one young woman, kind of in her late teens. Um, she kind of looks furtively at you, like she wants to talk to you, but she doesn't want to do anything when other people are around. She kind of like pokes her head out and kind of ducks back into the room after looking looking at you. This is one of those weird cults where, like, the cult leader marries his own kids. Sounds like it. Yeah, so then Gregor that's, goes up to the... That's why they're declining. <laughs> Mad Max style. Um, Gregor goes up to the, the doorway out of this room with the keyhole. And again, sticks his the little key stick thingy into it, and it opens up and he gets into it, and the door closes behind him. You need that stick. What? You need that stick. Um... So the middle-aged woman introduces herself as Savra. She kind of goes around and introduces most of the people. Um, the gruff guy was Gregor. The guy carrying the notebook around, which he's still kind of doodling in. Um, he hasn't really said much of anything. He just is kind of always like looking around at everything around him, kind of taking notes about it. She introduces him as Feyen. Uh, she says he's the smart one of their group. Um, Norid is the quiet one who's kind of sitting over on the couch, not really doing much of anything. Uh, one with the goggles is Rel. I hate glossy paper. You don't necessarily have to write all these down. Uh, the young woman who's with the outside party is Ashlyn. The two men wearing armor are Duranus and Nile, and they're kind of keeping an eye on you the whole time you're standing here. They're kind of hovering around. Um, she says the young woman who was, you know, in the room, is Ivana. She's relatively new here. She just joined. We must save the virgin. <laughs> For what? I have no idea. That's what they all say. It seems like a good plan at the time. Yeah. It's always a cult. They get some virgin, they're going to sacrifice her, uh, you guess we've been save her, and she falls in love with whoever, and they live happily ever after, or they don't. Um, so, Ivana, or sorry, Savara kind of asked you if you'd like to, you know, kind of wait in one of the rooms while Gregor goes <coughs> to Abrasol. This might take some amount of time, depending if, you know, Abrasol is engaged in prayers or communicating with the Vortex. Uh, so she goes to one of the rooms and kind of, you know, opens the door. She just touches the panel and it whooshes open. Uh, inside there's some couches, some chairs basic sitting things. She says, you can wait in here if you need anything, food, water, refreshments. We'll see to it. Do you feel more comfortable waiting in the little side room, or do you want to wait in the main rumpus room? Mm. I'd rather wait in the main room. I'd rather go in the side room. You could be unobserved and have conversation in private in the side room. Mm-hmm. So we think there could be some recording device in there. I don't think these people understand their technology to that level. Clearly, they have all these shiny light 
buttons and they haven't pressed any of them. <laughs> How about you? Whatever? Yes. Side room? Okay. We'll wait in the side room. I'd like tea. Earl Grey. Hot. <clears throat> okay. I'm definitely pointing up the mute monk angle. And they're pressing. Mute monk? Yeah. Okay. She Let's kind see. of responds in the same fashion. <clears throat> You don't really look mutant, though. No. Mute. That. Oh, mute. <laughs> I you said a mutant monk. I'm like, yes. <clears throat> I'm not talking the whole time, so. Maybe you think I can't, so. Not a mistake. <clears throat> um, so, yeah, she says, we'll, we'll send Ivana with some refreshments shortly for you. Um, if you need anything, Duranus and I will be right outside the doors, too. Okay. The guy with the sword and you. Yes. Okay. This um, is a nut house. Yeah. But everything is. So at least we're doing something different today. <laughs> <laughs> and I did not want to walk past that fucking tree one more time. Okay. So the door's open. Like after you guys have been in here for a little while, the door's open and the the kind of mousy younger woman mm-hmm. who was kind of looking at you furtively kind of comes in carrying, you know, a set of drinks on some old mismatched pottery and, you know, stoneware and stuff. Uh, comes and kind of starts handing them around. Fairly well, strangers. Where, where are you from? The world. Are, are, you, are you here to join the cult? Join, join the order? We're, we're interviewing. What, what, they said you were a newer member. What's been your experience of it? Uh, it's just been wonderful. She, <laughs> um, she seems kind of scared to say anything. What's wonderful about it? Well, we we're here. Abersol guides us all. He is he's a <clears throat> wonderful man. Um, you keep he, using he, that word. He, he has this connection <laughs> with the vortex, which is amazing. Okay, okay you've told us the pros. What are the cons? I, the love of God, get me out of here. I've been trying to escape for weeks now. They kidnapped my brother and I and, and forced us to become part of the cult. We, we don't want to be here, but we can't escape. Abrissal has my brother held captive. <clears throat> most of us follow Abrissal because he's the strongest of us, but we, we don't truly like him. Like we, if you could, really, he doesn't really follow the ways of the order anymore. He just follows his own game now. We, if you could help us escape from him, it'd be great, <clears throat> friend, friend, friends. <laughs> He's okay. He's he hasn't said anything. He doesn't say much. Oh, he's mute. What was the main guy's name? Uh, the guy that they're what, dead. Gregor. Gregor. No, no the or Abersol. 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 Okay. So, everyone in the cult wants to escape. Or just you? I think just just me and my brother, because they, they 
just kidnapped us and brought us here several months ago, and they've been you know forcing us to be part of this. The thing moves around in strange ways. Like every couple of days, it's in a new place. We don't. I don't know how this happens, but mm-hmm. we it can't. Seems, it we can't find our way home. Um, so we're more or less stuck here now, especially because they keep us separated. My brother Shom and I. If if you could rescue Shom, we could escape. I, I I've stolen one of the key sticks, but I I can't I can't escape on my own. They're always there watching me. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I've been in here too long. They'll start questioning me. You'd better go then. Please. Help us. Okay. And she kind of scurries out the door. <laughs> well, what do you I think? S- I say when the door's open up, we just start kicking ass. Should we just kill every last motherfucker in here? Sounds good to me. <laughs> <clears throat> or should we learn more about our adversary? I think we should learn more because Leo Remini could be uh, lying. I I thought that was a King of Queens reference, and I was like, "No, oh, okay, yeah." yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, what do you want to do? Is there a touchpad on the inside of the door? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it looks like I mean, she just like bopped it and went out. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go through the cushions of the couch Mm -hmm. and look for loose change. You find a couple of chains. Nice. You also find... (laughs) Hopefully the current (laughs) is Actual ulna. Human shin bones. Uh, Roll me d20. 14. You find a small sphere... That when you shake it, it produces this jingling, relaxing music, but it doesn't seem to have any other effect. So it's kind of like a dog toy? Yeah. I find it soothing and relaxing. Excellent. Does it have kind of a nice tactile thing to it? Like you can kind of feel the thing moving around, but it's a little kinetic. It it almost looks like it's a series of balls that are all inside of each other, Uh continuing down into infinity. Wow. Uh, By the way, if I ever pull out the flute, plug your ears. Because if I'm playing you, I'm not going to warn you. Just as a thought. So should we wait to find out whether or not we get to meet the vortex, uh, or should we just defer to your leadership, Mister Leedy Man? I didn't want to be a leader. <laughs> How many picked, people? I should have you should have picked the nano who leads. How many people have seen I didn't look this at that. vortex? I just looked at the background. And what is it? Is it a thing? Is it a person? We don't know. Well, we got to find out how many people have. Well, actually I think we got to get this. eyes on Abrasol. Yeah, yeah. Only, only Abrasol talks to it. Yeah. Well, Which I think is just a total. Because if he's like, taking these people for a half ride, ogre, half giant, you know, maybe we should rethink our approach. I'd like to meet the vortex myself, and I mean, like, if we can get rid of Abrasol, then maybe one of us suddenly can hear the vortex. If you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying, and I think we could figure out how to fly this fucker. <laughs> Or teleport with it, or whatever it does. At least we could touch some of these buttons. 
Yeah, we, we need to touch buttons. So I'm inclined to wait until Arisol is. Okay. I'll sit and jingle my ball. Um, did say a word. <laughs> okay. Um, so after you waited for about 20 minutes, <clears throat> the door whooshes open and Gregor approaches. And he says that Abrasal will see you. We are overjoyed to learn this. Yes, please, please follow me. And he leads you to the room and kind of says, keep in, another door opens. You go inside. It's similar to the previous one, a little bit smaller, but it's slid up. There's some glow globes in the ceiling, another keyhole on the inside. He puts his stick into that and pushes the button. And doors close. Um, Niall and Duranis <coughs> follow as well. You come down out of the elevator. I mean, out of the mysterious chamber. <clears throat> and there's another corridor. It looks similar to the other one. It's kind of an octagonal kind of corridor. Um, goes and turns left. It goes past. There's a room on the left that you he leads you past. Um, glancing inside, you can see that it's dimly lit. It's kind of disgusting in there. It's got like an overly ornate bed, like a lot of food and drink and everything kind of laying around. It looks like everything in that room is a lot more ornate than anything else anywhere in this entire complex. Mm -hmm. He leads you past that down this corridor. So the corridor leads to an end and there's a door, um, another keyhole, he, and it whooshes open. So walking into that room, um, you see a man, his face twisted, he is selfish looking, arrogant, lascivious, he is grossly overweight, he is large, his hair is greasy, uh, he's a beast of a man, just massive. You enter a very large rectangular chamber, in the center of one of the long walls is a raised circular platform surrounded by complex machinery. A vortex of energy swirls above this platform like a golden whirlpool in the air. Its radiant makes it difficult to look at, and its heat makes it difficult to stand near. Um, looking at it, you feel almost something akin to awe just coming over you. Like you can't resist it. Just looking at it, you feel like this is a religious experience. This is amazing. This is something special. Dude, that's awesome! Sorry. Um... On the far wall, the cult has built what looks to be a shrine. Um, this is covered in various icons, beads, candles, or incense, just like the path. Um, there's some handwritten religious books, decades old. Um, there's a short wooden platform, and Abrasol's waiting on that. Um, standing next to the vortex, you see a roundish figure of metal with four legs. Um, it appears to be some sort of mechanical construct. It basically ignores you and kind of moves around the chamber, tending to machinery. Um, Abrasol greets you. Welcome! Welcome! To the machine. The, what? Sorry. Nothing. <laughs> no, this is, this is a vortex. This is our god. There's no machine here. 
crazy. What do you man. call that four thing? Four legged thing. This, the angel. The angel of our God. Cares for it. It serves it. Could I make a Numenera check or an intellect check? Sure. On what is this thing? The actual vortex itself. Sure. Throw effort into it or anything? I don't think I am. Uh, I am specialized in Numenera. So two steps easier. Two steps easier? Are you going to burn any? No. Okay. Glad I didn't. (laughs) I wish we had some, you know, XP already. Yeah. I keep forgetting to retreat. I'm sorry. It's like the one job I have and I keep forgetting to do it. That's that's all right. The one job he got. Ooh, ooh. That's a free intrusion for me. Yay. Um, I'm going to say you're staring at this. You have no eye protection on it at all. You're just, you, you can't look away from it. You're trying to understand what it is. And it's almost like looking at the sun. You get blind spots in your eyes. I'm going to say for the rest of this scene, you have kind of a, a penalty to any kind of ranged attacks just because it's, it's hard for you to see past the sunspots in your eyes. Okay. So do I get... An XP and one to share? No, because you rolled a Because it's a free intrusion. Yes. Okay. I guess you could say I was blinded by the light. Opera <laughs> <clears throat> Soul greets you. Welcome! What What can I help you with? I, I've heard you're interested in joining our, our little band here. We're always looking for new members. We came to observe the, the glory of the Vortex in person. And, and not, you've seen it. What do you think? What is, is the it Vortex? Not, Sorry. We are it is our God. Band. I'm not saying this. I'm saying this to you. What is the... Is, have they pointed... Like, is it a box in the room? It's, it's a the big swirling, glowing swirling swirling okay. thing right. in the air. Okay. So literally a Vortex. Yes. Okay. I just heard there was a twiggy sticking, standing next to it. So anyway, go on. <laughs> now that you've, you've basked in the glory... What do you think? Are you ready to cast aside your worldly possessions and join us in, in our worship of the Vortex? Wait, was that part of the deal? I don't well, remember that. Obviously. <laughs> the Vortex provides all we need. How? And we commune with it. It, it, tells us, it tells me what we need. And then we can use your possessions to buy food for everybody. I'm out of here. <laughs> As you wish, we hold nobody against their will. You sit on a throne of lies. <laughs> uh, Duranus and Niall came in the room with us, and Gregor. Yep. And there's the four-legged maintenance mm-hmm. bot. Yes. Is there any other creature in this room? No. Um, and Gregor, Duranus, and Niall are kind of hanging back by the door. Mm-hmm. They're kind of maintaining their distance. Um, you notice that the bot and... Uh, Abrasol never go near each other. Like, they maintain a certain <clears throat> distance. Interesting. Uh, I'm going to spend two intellect points mm-hmm. and scan again. Okay. Uh, what are you scanning? The vortex and the area around it. Uh, hmm, wait a minute. Is the Vortex and Abrasol all within a 10 meter cube? No. Then Abrasol. Uh, this is essentially what you're looking at right now. So, assume these are 
more or less five foot squares. Okay. Uh, vortexes hanging out there, the little worker bots there, shrines over here, Abersol's over here. Okay, then Abersol on the shrine. Okay. And what does that get you? Uh, you learn the level of creatures and objects in the area. You also learn facts. The GM feels are pertinent about the matter and energy in that area. Okay. Is there any kind of... How do you do this scan? Like, what do you do when this happens? Is this like a mental thing you do? Is there any kind of outward action that shows that you're doing this? I don't think so. I think probably at some point in the past, this was an implant or something like that. Okay. Uh, So it costs effort, like Mm -hmm. mental effort. Yep. To do it, but I can basically, you know, in my mind's eye, kind of, you know, do a. Okay, so basically, you have like a little subdermal implant, <clears throat> spend some energy and activate and kind of focus your mind through it, and it does the scan for you. Yeah. So there's not really any outward sign of it. Okay. Um, you kind of give me a read on him. He's roughly a power of five. Okay. Um, You also get some strange currents of energy around him, almost a lack of it, for a better term, kind of flowing away from him. Okay. Um, roll me an intelligence check. Um, what are your specialties and trainings and stuff? Social interactions, Numenera, and remembering and memorizing. Okay. Two. Okay. That'll get me nothing. <laughs> You feel like there's some kind of force pushing away from him. What or what's being pushed or what's happening, you're not sure. But it just feels like there's some kind of energy coming out of him and pushing things away. Okay. Um, you're not sure what effect it has. Obviously, it's not affecting like the shrine that he's sitting next to and things like that. But the four-legged man. No, no. Uh, and nothing special at the shrine. It's just got trinkets and trash on yes. it, basically. Yes. Okay. General religious junk. I mean, priceless icons of faith. Okay. Somebody else talk. So <laughs> she's leaving now? Um, no, I'm not leaving them. Okay. Uh, well, now that so, you've seen so, this, what do you. What so, I, so, so let me get this right. Yes. We give you our stuff <clears throat> so you can sell it to support your people. Well, you, the I guess, glowy I guess orb you has nothing to do with that. That has to do with you selling our stuff so your people can live well, and you make a profit. Fine, you can keep your stuff. Well, you can work for us, maybe. Help us earn some money. So, slave labor, basically. But you get to learn about the mysteries of the Vortex. I will translate the messages given to me and give them out to you. How does the Vortex speak to you? Is it speaking to you right now? No, it's quiet right now. I can hear it. No, you can't. You're lying. Nobody else can hear it but me. I can hear it. Um, roll me an intellect. I have wow. lies and trickery. Okay, so <laughs> are you specialized or trained or what, what level is I that? am trained... Is it trained or where is yes, it? Yes, right there. Lies and trickery, drained. 
Okay, so that will reduce it by one. Throw some effort in there, reduce it by another if you want. Take three away from one of these. This one here, you'd only take two away. Yes, to take it from whichever one is appropriate for. So I so said intellect. So we have to come from intellect. So if you want to spend three intellect, you can even make it down one more level to make it easier for you. Okay, <coughs> I suppose. So then you just put a seven over here. Yeah. <laughs> and all I mean. So you got trained, and then you got your effort. We still don't have any XP. <laughs> so Roland, what do you get? I rolled a 19. Nice. 19 on the die. We'll offer you 2 XP. So you have to spend an XP. start laughing maniacally as you're doing this because you can't believe how outrageous you sound, even as you're saying it yourself. He says, see... You clearly don't hear the majesty of the vortex. He does not believe you. So what happens is you get one of those XP yourself. Okay. And you can give you give one to somebody else, based on whatever criteria you like. Oh, I like how this person's role playing. This person made this funny joke before. You get an XP, Mike. Okay. I'm just gonna give it to Silent Bob here. No, you're on point. I'm just standing behind, waiting to bring the thunder. Now, if I tried to intrude again, you could use that XP to prevent it from happening. And for the listeners at home, I'm supposed to be doing that a lot more. <laughs> not really. You want to intrude like once, maybe twice per character per session. Like it's not a thing you do a lot. It also, like if you guys had XP coming into this, it would be a different scenario because then yep. one shot mechanic makes it a little bit harder. Anywho, so yes, he does not believe you that you hear the voices, um, and he's able to kind of call you a charlatan and say you're making it up. Because obviously only he and all his majesty and glory is blessed with hearing the voices. Also the maniacal laughter kind of gave it away. Not a very good actress, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> you, like, you started out really, really well. Like, you were halfway into your spiel, you're like, the vo- I hear the voice? Praise Jeebus, I hear the vortex! It's, it's, touch... <laughs> And then you just broke down the laughter because you couldn't keep it up anymore. Um, yeah. So what do you guys do at this point? I kind of think uh, you don't hear anything. I think that you're just using your little tornado to control these people. No, that, that's a lie. I, I am the chosen. I I hear the vortex. Everybody here believes me. They follow me. They understand that I am holy. I am blessed by the vortex. Would it be an intellect role to tell if he's lying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That I'm trained in social interactions. Okay. Get a your effort. Uh, XP lets you re-roll. Yeah. Yeah, I'll spend three intellect. Keep forgetting it's cheaper. And I can't do math. Thirteen. Okay. So trained should be two levels easier. And a six. That makes it. 
But my 19 didn't. He bought you off, because it would have. You, he sincerely believes himself to be divine. Like, 100% he believes what he is saying. Okay. Whether that's true or not, but he believes it. I'm recognizing that this whole little society Mm -hmm. is in an epistemological crisis. Yes. That's a big word. That's a $20 (laughs) word right there. Did I say it right? Epistemological. It's too big for me to comprehend. (laughs) Can I hit it yet? As long as you didn't say a PZ on. Yeah, that's a whole. <laughs> it's a whole, whole other different, whole different thing. Okay, <clears throat> sorry. sorry. <laughs> um, he's getting kind of irate now because you guys are questioning his divine authority. I, I've had enough of you. I think you're not here to learn at all to be part of the cult. I think it's time for you to leave. Why are you getting so defensive? Because you're insulting me in my home, in my temple. The, the temple of the vortex. My god. Our god. Your god. So so you have all the lavish food that you're supposed to be sharing? and What? And we passed your room. Well, obviously I'm, I'm the high priest. It is my duty to maintain my well-being. Mm-hmm. Uh, a little too much? <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. Why don't you just um, give us shalom and we'll go. No, Chum is quite happy here. He has no desire to go anywhere else. Could we hear that from him? Uh, well, he's, he's in my room. He's, I'm sure he would love to say he's that. He's sick bastard. Uh, Alright, that's enough of this. Adronis, Nile, give them to the Vortex. Wait, what? <laughs> <coughs> I'd like to do stuff. And they're, they, they're in the room? I will pull out yes. my liquid okay. in a tube and drink it. Um, yeah, and they pull out their weapons and start approaching. Okay. Um, how is our economy of action work? Do we go into initiatives? Or... Okay, so the way it works is everybody rolls a speed test. Um, and you're going against their initiatives, which is based on their levels. Yep, okay, fine. That's what's going to happen. So if you use effort, it just raises your initiative by three, which is the same effect as reducing theirs. Okay. And just makes the math easier. So our speed roll is just whatever we got on the die? Yes. Like our base number doesn't have anything to do with it? Our pool? No, it does not. Unless you spend initiative. I mean, if you have anything that affects this as far as I have a special skill that I am quick or I have training in something like that, you can argue that it would help you, but otherwise, it's just as it is. All right, uh, Brian, what do you have? 16. Okay. D? 22. Does that sound right? What did you roll on your die? I rolled a 6. That does not sound right. <laughs> okay. What do I add it to? Do I add it to anything? No. Oh, I got a six. <laughs> did you did you spend effort? You were talking about doing Did that. you want to spend effort? How much would I need? Well, if you spend effort, you'd have to use three points of dexterity. Uh, if you have an edge, that would reduce it by one. And then you add three points to that. 
So you would have a nine. But does that do me any good? It might. Well, he's just mean. I <laughs> <laughs> would. I would. It's no. not going to make. Okay, knowing how the system works, you would know that the opponents go on three times their level. So a level three would go on a nine. Okay, well. Um, you know the big boss man is level five, so he goes on 15. Um, the other people are somewhat lower, but you don't know exactly where they line up. Um, it probably wouldn't help you much to use that. Okay, I will just Kay. fail. It's not a failure, it's just not it's very good. good. You're just slow. <laughs> <laughs> I will spend effort. Okay. And I will roll an 18, so, so 21. 21. Got a nine. So BJ, you're up first. So currently, Gregor is still kind of standing by the door. Uh, Duranus and Nautil are approaching you, and Abrasal uh, is still sitting against the far wall. All right. I am going to drink my liquid in a tube mm-hmm. and use my special ability, ice armor. Okay, what does your liquid tube do? Hardens and toughens the drinker's flesh for one hour, granting plus one AC. Okay. And what does your ice armor do? Uh, when you wish it, your body is covered with a sheen of ice for ten minutes that gives you plus one armor. While the sheen is active, you feel no discomfort from normal cold temperatures and have an additional plus two armor versus cold damage, okay. specifically. Okay, do you have any natural armor outside of that? Uh, yeah, one. So I'm at a three. <coughs> cool. Yeah, I've got leather jerkins. Um, that's going to be about all you can do. Yes. It's, it's similar to D&D. The rounds are five to ten seconds, depending. So yep. you can, like, chug that down and activate ability. We're not going to get much more done. Um, Brian, you're up. Um, okay. <clears throat> I'm going to activate, subtly, my device that emits a projection of the human face. That changes expression depending on which way it's looking. So hopefully, I would know enough to activate it in a way that it looks angry. Okay. And I'm going to use my telepathic ability to speak to Doronus. Okay. And say, Doronus, this is the vortex. I'm angry with Abrasol for his treatment of these newcomers who seek knowledge. You are my new chosen. Subdue him and become my new priest. Okay. <laughs> nice. No, Thank you. Did everybody see this or just him? Uh, he. I can contact. I have to spend an action to contact each act. Like, I can okay. contact so multiple people. Can everybody see the face? Though? Everyone can see the face, but okay. only he can hear well, me. He can hear until, me. Like I, I have to spend an action every time I add a person. So are you projecting the face onto the vortex? Yes. Oh. Or in front of it. Okay. Yeah, it's very from whatever angle you know makes it go. And then I'm telepathing that into his brain. Okay. I wanted to intrude, that's really fucking cool. <laughs> <laughs> I've been keeping my mouth shut for the last I know. three hours. It's been glorious. I mean, 
<laughs> He's like Silent Bob. Okay. So I'm going to say this is effectively an intelligence attack against him. Okay. Um, so can I see your persuasion? Yeah. So intellect so, just mean the fact that it's an intellect attack just means if I spend effort, that's what you would spend. Yes. To it. It it's also what power. he would use. Well. If he was a PC, that's what he would use to defend as well. But. Okay. Alright. Um, so, let me know if you wish to spend effort, and then... I it. will, because I got that edge, I may as well use it. Okay. Roll me. I choose you. 20. 100% believes it. He literally, he falls on his knees. Great Vortex! I hear and obey! Nile, it has spoken to me! We must defeat Abrasso. He is, he's been cast aside by the Vortex! And he gets up, and he starts approaching Abrasso. Well, not yet. It's not his turn, but... Yeah. Yes. Okay. 100% buys it. Um. <laughs> Abrasol will start approaching you. As he walks forward, everybody wearing metal or having bits of metal on them, you feel them pushing away from him as he approaches. Um, to the point where it's kind of Pushing you away a little bit. He pulls out, it's almost like a small crossbow, and you. <laughs> he would probably shoot at you because you're being all mind bendy, assuming he notices that, which okay. I think he would. And he will attempt to counter your. After he shoots at you, which is going to be. He has a 13. What is your... Oh, you make a defense roll. Yeah. Against him. So, I don't roll anything. Fantastic. Okay. Um, so, since you're trained in speed defense, you would, it would reduce the difficulty by 1. Um, you already know he's a level 5, which means 15. Dropping the oil takes it down to 12. Yeah. Um, okay. You will take five points of damage. Uh, do you have any armor? No. Okay. So that takes five points off of your speed pool. Okay. Uh, after him, it is Gregor. Gregor is very confused. He's seeing this religious crisis happening. He's not quite sure what's going on because they they all believe that Abrasol is you know the the emissary of the vortex that he speaks with it, and now Nile is suddenly convinced. Duralis is suddenly convinced that he is. Um, he's having a little bit of a crisis face. He's going to kind of hang back and see what happens. Um, Duralis and Nile go. 
they're both going to get up and start walking towards Arbrasal. Um, they throw down their weapons, their swords and axe, and kind of basically discharge him and try and pummel him with their fists. Or try and try and grab him. Okay. Uh, Duranus gets a hold of him, kind of takes one of his arms and starts hauling him towards the vortex. Niall tries to get a hold of him, but can't quite get a grip on him. Okay. Um, surprisingly greasy for such a large guy. Uh, that's their turn. Um, after them, it is D. I'm gonna shoot him with my crossbow. Okay. Is your crossbow metal tipped? Does not say. I would assume yes. Okay. You've you've noticed that metal seems to move away from him. That's weird. Like as he approached you, you could feel any bits of metal on you kind of pushing away from him. He's got a magnetic field. Uh, and your friend over here had noticed that he seemed to be pushing, like energy currents seemed to be moving away from him. This is a scanner. That that's why the. The robot with four legs is always on the opposite side of our room. Because it keeps getting pushed away from him. Can I just kick him in the face? You can. Um, that's a short distance, so you can move that easily and make the attack. So that would be strength or dex. Um, are you trained in any kind of hand-to-hand combat or... Not so much. Okay. Um, you shouldn't be untrained, so it's still just going to be a, an even go. So you just roll the d20. Um, and if you... I rolled a six. Okay. So you run up to try and kick him. Um, and as you go, some little bits of metal like on your shoes kind of like kind of push away as you're going up to kick uh, him. I have steel toed boots on. Yep. And... And it kind of pushes away and kind of throws you off balance as you're going up. I think you skipped me. I did skip you. You were at the same time as Duranus and Niall. Okay. There's kind of two things I want to do, but I will uh, just pick one now and one for later. Okay. So I'm going to get within short range of him mm-hmm. and give him my mental onslaught. Uh, okay. And... Uh, this is me just thinking very hard thoughts at someone, uh, and and mostly what I'm, I'm you know focusing, channeling my anger, <coughs> channeling my hatred of illogical things, and I'm like, sure. you're violating Ampere's law. There are no magnetic monopoles. Yes, <laughs> the order of the truth is literally made for you. <laughs> uh. So I don't... Is that an intellect attack? It doesn't... Yes. should be. You emit a short range of force. Yep. That so you have, to, you have to roll to hit him. Okay. And your target is his challenge level times three. Okay. I'm, so this costs one, which means it's which, free. It's free. But I'm going to put... Um, you can put an effort into it. I'm going to put three effort into it. Um, and there is an alternate thing you can do with effort where you can increase the damage instead. But... I want to hit I don't think I have anything that helps this otherwise. So, 16. I will hit. 
Okay. Two uh, intellect damage, ignoring armor. Ignoring armor. Mm-hmm. Okay. Got him with no magnetic monopoles. Magnetic fields can't repulse metal. Remember that, kids. That's probably more of an issue with the GM as opposed to the module. Because it's just magic. Science, bitch! (laughs) Um, So he takes some damage. Um, He kind of shrieks out in, in agony as you're... Your pure logic invades his mind. And BJ, you're up. Alright. Um, I'm going to run up and hit him with my sword staff. Which has metal in it? Nope. Strong glass sword staff. Okay, perfect. And I will use opportunistic, which I have... You have an acid on any attack roll you make against a creature... That has been attacked at some point during the round and within immediate range. Okay. An asset decreases the difficulty of your attack by one step. Yep, it's basically like a free All right. Um, effort. Do I want to put effort into it? Yeah, yeah 15 I'll, put, I'll put some effort into it too. Okay. So it's going to reduce the difficulty by two. Yep. Try to see what else I got that could do. Um, do you have any training that affects this? Uh, no, breaking, jumping, and climbing. That's the only training I got. Nope. We'll get a nine, and six would be 15. Wait, Wait six no. from? Sorry, math wrong. <laughs> Do you have a nine? Yeah. Okay, that hits. Okay, and that's six damage. Okay, yeah. You slice him really good. Like, you, you run up, just... Like, he's kind of half being held by Duranus, too, which leaves him really open, so you just straight in there. Sweet. Um, bleeding rather profusely now. Give it a little twist at the end. Uh, Brian, you're up. Yeah. Um, I'll just maintain the connection. Yes, yes, do it! I am hungry for the flesh of the unbeliever, the heretic! <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, I can, um, as an action... Uh, what is it there? You can have more than one active contact at once, but you mm-hmm. must establish con- contact with each target individually. Yes. So I guess as an action this time, I'll include uh, Niles. Denial. Denial. Yeah. So okay. Deronis and Denial in the same. Denial, not Denial. Okay, fine. Well, you, we'll your see. actions please me. Make make the roll. Oh, okay. <laughs> we'll see if he's in down not Denial. Fifteen. That'll do it. Okay. He's he's not buying it quite as hard as Duranus is. Well, I didn't tell him he was the show. That's true. Just... He, he's a little bit miffed because of that. Yeah. He always felt he served better, but... Well. <laughs> I, I was more reasonably sure I would screw up his name, which would blow the... <laughs> blow the ruse earlier, so... Okay. The guy whose name I could actually write on the sheet before my pen crapped out. Fair enough. <laughs> Um, yeah. when, when you're a god, you don't have to get the names <laughs> That's right. True. When you're you a there. god, <laughs> you with the fringe. <laughs> okay. It is back to Abrasol. Um He is going to attempt to throw off Duranus and kind of make a grab and throw Nile into the vortex himself. Um, and I'm going to int- 
food. Let's say he gets to throw Nile. Um, Nile gets a save to see if he catches himself before he falls in or not. Uh, he does not. And get XP's for that. Because okay. he is intruding on you, I guess. Um, <laughs> I hear you, O Master, and serve. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> um, so he did not take over Duranus, your chosen one, but Nile, he kind of he whipped off Duranus and kind of grabbed Nile and hurled him, okay. and Nile flew into the vortex, and the second he did, he just vaporized. Hmm. Good thing he wasn't the chosen one. <laughs> <laughs> I was be like, mm. the face would be like, mm. yes, this. you are now the chosen one. <laughs> to Kalane, because I think it's badass to have glass sword. Thank you. That's uh, his. And Gregor. Gregor, <laughs> Gregor doesn't know what's going on now. He just saw Abrasol throw Nile into it. He sees Duranus trying to throw him in. He's just, he's going to hang back and see what happens. Um. Duranus is going to attempt to grab hold of Arasal and throw him again. He grabs hold of him. Um, he drags him closer. He's able. He's basically holding him over the edge right now. Arasal's barely holding himself from falling in. Uh, Mike, you're up. All right. How just eyeballing our big spork pot? Mm-hmm. How much do I think that weighs? It's roughly human size, completely metal, unknown material. Let's say 500 pounds. Okay. Is there any other big chunk of mobile metal in this room? Mobile metal. Movable. I mean, movable. Four Um, legs. Well, that's the one I was asking about. No, okay, never mind. There's several swords and an axe on the ground. There's also... A couple tables against the wall. Um, so I'm going to run over to the maintenance spot, mm-hmm. or near the maintenance spot. Yep. I'm going to grab like the first the lever or button or piece of this machinery that I think is easily detachable and break it off. Okay. And then be like, and throw it to. An area close behind Abersol. Because so it will have to retrieve the part to make the repair. So basically, you throw it over so it rides the magnetic wave all the way around to the other side. <laughs> <clears throat> okay, so Abersol's standing here. You're over here. You grab this metal thing, you throw it at him. I'm, I'm throwing and it to land. Side. No, no, no. I'm throwing it to land like. There's the vortex. There's Abrasol teetering on the edge of the vortex. I'm going to throw it 15 feet behind Abrasol. So, like back here? Or. No, like here. Uh, the other guy is kind of holding the middle right there. Mm-hmm. The angel is running around here. Okay. He, well, he got pushed away once Abrasol kind of came up, so he's kind of hovering in the corner here. Right. So I want. I want him to come running here because mm-hmm. I assume there. If Abrasol repulses the 
bot, mm -hmm. that that, for every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. Correct. If I can get the bot to move this way, I want that to effectively help push Abrasol into the vortex. So I'm okay. going to throw my hunk of metal yes. about there okay. uh, to take advantage of that mutual repulsion. Okay. If we're, if we're violating Ampere's law, right. let's make use of it. Well, okay. <laughs> um, I am so fucking stuck on that. Isn't that weird that like the guy would have a magnet law that's like the same range as like the unit a, of current trickle thing? Yeah. I mean what are the odds of Yeah, it's weird. Okay. It's total so coincidence. Stuff like that just makes you go, whoa, what yeah. are the odds? Like Ohm's law. I'm yeah. going to intrude on you. Okay. And say that when you Ohm. try to grab this to wrench it off, you like it snaps off. And you stumble, and the bot gets angry because you're breaking its machinery, mm -hmm. and it turns towards you and starts approaching you instead. Okay, I like this. I'm going to give that to D. Uh, and she's up next. Is it my turn yet? It is. Okay. Yes. So as things stand, um, Mike tried to wrench a piece of machinery off and throw it to kind of get the bot to move um, so that it kind of helped with the magnetic repulsion push the guy into the vortex and it didn't really work because he just kind of wrenched off the piece of the handle, fell over, and then the bot started coming at him because it's meant that he's breaking stuff. Um, so things are kind of as they were with, so this is the room, the vortex is kind of hanging in the air up here. Um, bad guy's kind of sitting right there like right on the edge. Uh, the other guy's kind of trying to push him in, so he's like right there. You're kind of somewhere up in here, because you just went up to try and kick him. Yeah. And that's kind of where things are sitting, is the guy's just kind of really holding himself out. You should take that and just cut the platform he's on. <laughs> I don't get that until level 7. No. Huh? That's a level 7. Oh. <laughs> I did not realize that. Yeah. These are one-time use objects that you can use. Okay. What do you want me to do? Because I was going <clears> to... <throat> do what you want to do. Don't do what he wants you to do. <laughs> okay. Ignore the man behind the curtain. <laughs> See, he's standing on the platform, and if you stick it and then run around and cut it all off, he'll be flying into the vortex. The vortex is kind of up in the air, though. Not like a pool. Well, we can drop him down however many feet it is. <laughs> so... I was going to see if we know where his room is. Mm -hmm. We do. We passed you passed on the way here. In. Okay. Yeah. I would like to sneak there. Okay. Because isn't that where... Uh, Sholm? Or, yeah, Sholm. Sholm is? Yes. And we want to get him out, right? Yes. I'm pretty useless in this fight. Okay. So... Yeah. Um, you passed the way here. It's... It was the room that was it's decorated probably, like Donald Trump's bathroom. Yes. Yeah. It's a long distance. Have you spent a lot of time in Donald Trump's bathroom? I've seen pictures of it. Really? I'd like to see that. Um, it's about. It's going to be a long distance, so it's going to take you pretty much your entire turn to move to there. Gregor is standing in the doorway. 
You can kill him. I'm going to say Gregor is going to... I'm going to intrude again. Uh, Gregor is going to try and stop you from leaving the room. Okay. Because he wants you to stay here until everything's done. So you can choose to use an XP to ignore the intrusion, or you can take the XP and give one away again. So what is more important to you? More XP, or...? I'm going to ignore the intrusion. Okay, then you have to give me one of your XP. And you are able to run past Gregor and get to the room. Okay. Let's see, it works. <laughs> um, yeah, you're basically at the room now, so on your next turn you can go inside and do whatever you need to do in there. Okay. Um, after you, we go back up to DJ. Take another swing at the big guy. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, I'll throw some more effort into it here and use the opportunistic so he's down two levels so oh man I'm also going to say that because of his situation where he's being basically held by the other guy he's that's another point in your favor you're basically getting an assist from the other guy okay well I rolled a four no I will spend this to re-roll it you can do that and I will get a net 20. Okay. Nice. That does things. So, with a net 20, you either get a bonus for damage, or you can cause some kind of dramatic effect. <laughs> I uppercut him. <laughs> so he flies up, and hopefully the vortex sucks him in. Okay. <clears throat> you can do that. <clears throat> so you run up, you uppercut him, I'm guessing with the non-blade portion of your blade staff yeah. thing. Um, he kind of flies up just enough, and then with Duranus with, with Duranus helping push him up, and with a little bit of Vortex assistance, he kind of flies up, spreads his arm, and gets sucked into the Vortex and vaporized. His lingering scream remains in your ears as he disappears from the world forever. Sounds good to me. Yep. Um, da, 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 Okay. So yeah, um, Gregor, then, uh, he obviously, Abrasol was not the divine messenger he said he was, otherwise this couldn't have happened. Uh, apparently, Duranus just became one with the Borg. Yes, Duranus <laughs> Maybe clearly, he ascended. They're, they're going to kind of regroup and, you know... He, he comes over and talks to Duranus. How how was it? How was how did how did it feel when the vortex spoke with you? Uh, Duranus is he's very confused. He's like it was it was awe inspiring. There's a giant face, and it talked to me. It just my life has changed forever. Um, so those two are kind of hashing out the future of the cult here, <laughs> and which one of them will be in charge, which Gregor's angling angling to get, despite the fact that the guy's the messenger. Um. Internal politicking. What do you guys do at this point? Gregor looked like a jerk, right? Kind of. Okay. I nominate you, the new leader. We figure uh, out how this baby works. I will <coughs> include him. I'll make do another telepathic burst for the two of them. Okay. My faithful ones, you have done well. Duranus is my chosen. Go forth and be kind. Be excellent to each other. I am Party Tron. on, dudes. I am Tron. I will contact you again. Okay. When you you are needed. 
Okay. And see. <laughs> Roll me an attack. Oh. You need two of them because you're hitting two people here. Uh, yeah, I'm definitely <clears throat> stuff. Please. Let's <laughs> yes, I'll let okay. you use persuasion. And I will spend an effort. Okay. Spend two effort. You can't. I can't? Oh, okay. Well, well I mean, spend as many as your level. It's ish. Ish. Okay. Yeah. I'll just spend one. Um, XP. 18. Okay, that'll do it. And I'm going to remind them that they have to wait three days before it's official. Uh, Twelve hours before Sunday. <laughs> uh, what are you doing about the angry robot coming at you? Oh, yeah, I'm activating my sash. Which does? Uh, for one hour, the user can float into the air, moving vertically, but not horizontally without taking some other action, such as pushing along the ceiling, up to a short distance per round. User must weigh less than 250 pounds. So I'm going to levitate out of its lumbering path and sidle my way along the walls mm-hmm. away from it and toward the door. Okay. It kind of lumbers along behind you as you do this, <laughs> trying to feebly grasp at you. Return the mechanical piece. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just point at it. It's over there! <laughs> Pitch it on the floor. I still have it in my hand, so... Okay. When you drop the piece, it kind of goes for that and grabs it and kind of runs over and starts reattaching it to the control panel. Then you're able to kind of shoot out. Yeah. I, I don't want to fight this stupid thing. Okay. Alright. Excuse me, maintenance spot. Can you tell us how this works? Um, you are at the room... <laughs> So, it is a dimly lit, disgusting den of iniquity. Abrasil's abusive position and hoarded all the cult's luxury and wealth. Here one will find a lavish bed, padded chairs and couches, a table covered in food and wine, beautiful artwork on the walls, soft carpets on the floors, and so on, all illuminated by a reddish glow that comes from the low ceiling. In a ceramic bowl on the table, there is kind of a mass of pills and small packets of powders. You find Shom, he's kind of tied... To the bedpost. <laughs> Thought he was a sick bastard. He's sleeping on the bed. Okay. <clears throat> You're the one who's taking it in a weird way. <laughs> sure, it's all me. Okay. Um, is, is he sleeping? He, he's, he's tied to. There's like a little post in the corner he's tied to, like a doll. pole in the floor. <laughs> <laughs> Is he sleeping? There's no good way to do this. Is he yeah. sleeping? No, he's awake. He's awake. What's 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 happening? Who are you? What, what's am, going on? My name is Faroon. I'm here to get you out of here <gasps> and reunite you with your sister. Thank you. We've been here for months now. I'm going to untie yeah. you now. Can you walk? I Yes. Yes, I think so. Okay. Very awkwardly. <laughs> Bull leg. All right, I'll take him out of there. Okay. Um, if you want to grab the crap on the bowl, there are three ciphers in there. Okay. Uh, they're basically hallucinogens and depressants in current day terms. 
Um, I don't know if you can have any more or not, but if people have used some, you can give them to other people. Anybody use any? Okay. You can have one. Um, one of them restores a d6 plus 4 to a normal stat pool. Oh. One grants the imbiber plus one speed edge for one hour, and one knocks the imbiber unconscious for one hour until vigorously awoken. Mm-hmm. So basically, upper, upper, downer, and speed. I'll take the upper. Okay. One of them healed? I think that's one he took. No. Did you actually get hit? Yeah. yeah. Alright, I'll give it to you. Okay. I'll take it. Okay. I will take the speed then. Okay. That was the speed one, Dave. Uh, it gives you a plus one speed edge for an hour. Okay. What's um, the downer do? It knocks the imbiber unconscious for one hour or until vigorously awoken. Oh, if you want to slip somebody in, Mickey. It's a date rape drug. All, all of these are like little packets of powder in mm-hmm. I will take the one right now. The knockout one? No. Oh, so oh sure. Let okay. me get my speed back. Yes. Uh, roll a d6. Wait, can I get intellect back? Yes, you can get anything back. I'll take intellect back. You get any combination of both of those. Uh, it's that plus four. Okay, so it'll get me a full intellect. And I have a adhesive patch to boost my speed. So I will use that. Okay. Makes sense. Once I get out the door, mm-hmm. I'm going to spend one action focusing my mind. Take a rest. Which is the same thing as your fancy drugs. It does, except it's a d6 plus one. So I have two, three. Yes. Okay. You could just take a ten tier two if you wanted to. I'll call that good. Okay. Um, yeah, so Sholm is, he is ecstatic that you're letting him free. He kind of comes out. Um, it's, it's, where's, where's Abersal? He'll, he'll come for us. Tell. Did I see, was I there when, no? Uh, you don't have to worry about him anymore. My friends are going to take care of him. Oh, well, we, we should move quickly then. Yes, we should. Okay. Quickly and stealthily. Okay. Um, so you start moving towards the door with him, or the elevator with him then? Yeah, or back to where um, his sister? Upstairs. Yeah. Roll me an intellect check. Um, if you have any bonuses to observation, training, or searching. I have searching. Okay. Ooh, five. Okay, you don't see anything. Um, yeah, you're able to, you kind of get him towards the, the elevator, and then you realize that it's shut, and you need a key to open it. Um, okay. Can I pick it? You can try. And go to McGregor and take his. Um, you can try. You'd have to roll again, because it's not exactly the same as the previous one. Okay. Like, you draw some different spark, get a correct... Spark and whatever. Five. Okay. Done you can't spend your XP to re-roll. I only have this one, and I'm gonna re-roll. Okay. Nine. 
you, you fiddle with your wires, you stick them in there, you're like, this, this worked last time. I swear, it was just like this. And, like, there's little sparks, but nothing seems to be happening. Like, it's not opening up at all. Um, as you're doing this, what are you guys doing? Well, we, we saw Faroon leave. Mm-hmm. I think, I'm going to say, well, all things considered, I think we don't care to join your merry little band, so we'll just see ourselves out. Okay. Oh, we're not taking it over? We're going to some of the food on the way up. I mean, they clearly need new management. Then they now have it. <laughs> I don't know about them. They were following the old management. <laughs> I mean, look at the, look at all the buttons we could be pressing right now. That you do make a good point. But these gentlemen have offered us no violence. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> they are offering us no violence. Um, <clears throat> Gregor kind of turns to you and. Andranus, who's now firmly believing he's in charge. Thank you for your assistance in ridding us of Abersal. He's it's been a terrible influence for years. We will we will work to make the cult of the vortex a a wonderful, peaceful place of excellence where we we do good things for people, and we spread niceness and happiness and the wonder of the vortex across the world. See, you want to fuck that up? Isn't that what our job is? We already did. Not to spread peace and have you. I mean, to fuck things up. We did that. Yeah, we, we came, we saw, and we fucked up. But, Fine. But by accident, we seem to have made something better, at least in one place in the world. I guess. Can you, can you recognize a win? <laughs> Where are you, the NFL? Yeah, <laughs> 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 Sorry. <clears throat> what are you, the Cleveland Browns? <laughs> I guess. But this place would be so neat. But it, no one knows where it, it like just randomly. That's why we gotta hit all the buttons. Find out how it works. Aren't we going to some village? You are. This is like how do we know we haven't been teleported away already? We've spent all night. <laughs> how do we know we haven't been? Teleported away to some other part of the world. Well, look, why don't we just ask them? Like, we don't really have to fight them. We could say, hey, why don't we figure out how to run this thing? And then, like, right. and then we could, we could, like, pilot the MF, right? All right. I don't want to stay here, though, because I want to speak at some point. I don't want to spend the rest of my life protecting you. <laughs> <laughs> well, you. So you're staying here. <laughs> Damn you! <laughs> So, hey, Gregor, I think I can probably figure out how to, like, make this, whatever it is, go where you want it to go, instead of going wherever it wants to go. We spent... Like, you wanted to get home, right? What? This is my home. Yeah, but you earlier, you, you said, I thought you said... Like, this thing shows up, it just appears in a new place, and you've been searching for years trying to get home. No. No? That was the sister. The sister. Oh. I think I kidnapped two months ago and forced into the cult, and then... (coughs) Oh, sorry, sorry. Misunderstood. 
Um, when you bring this up, they too tell you that it's it's been their they're more believers than scientists. How and why it works isn't as important as the fact that it does. Like you get that sense for sure. Um, he does tell you that they've messed with most of the controls upstairs. Not down here because there's an angry robot, but um, like upstairs they've played with pretty much all the consoles and haven't made any headway at all. Um, he, he does invite you to look at the journals. They're kind of their records of their attempts to understand what was going on here that are sitting on the shrine. So you didn't even get the windshield wipers to go on and off? Or? There are no windshields. There's no windows. Hey, Mr. Robot, do you speak? Yeah, I'll look at the journals. Biddy, 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 one dance book. Although, yeah, if we want to get these kids out of here, then we have to, you know, leave. Or we could be like, haha, you're our hostages now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what's this big red button, dude? It's an adult push. <laughs> we'll tie you to our bit. Chain yourself to the bit. Maybe now that the arsenal is gone, um, they don't want to leave. They wouldn't want to leave. Maybe it wouldn't be so bad for them. No, it's going to be a happy place now. It could be. Um, looking through the journals, there's not a whole lot of science in there. Mm-hmm. It's, it's mostly just a record of the glories of the cult. Um, there was a little bit of like an attempt, like a couple of weird schematics. Um, I'll let you have another Numenera rule to kind of understand what the Vortex does. Okay, specialized in that. Yep, and you'll get another plus one because it's... So... I have an 11. I didn't spend anything. Not plus one to the die, but like plus one level. And you're specialized, not trained? Specialized. Yeah. Okay, so that's two levels. Um, you don't understand it completely. Like, it's actually kind of beyond you. Like, the little bit of, like, schematic stuff you see there makes you think this is some kind of portal or gateway to another place. And it's... Oh, sure. Can I change my role strategy? I... Or do I have to roll the exact same roll? Because I did not spend that first time. I don't know. I'll allow it. Because okay. you're burning XP. That seems fair to me. I'll spend a, uh, intellect. Okay. So, specialized, spending three, plus one more, plus a re-roll. I got a 14. Okay. Um, from what you can tell, this is a wormhole to the sun. But which sun? It's basically the power source for this facility. Um, It doesn't really seem to be the focus of it, or even really the point of the place, Mm -hmm. but that's what it's here for. That's really clever. Like, rather than have some big engine, you just make a wormhole to a fucking sun, and you get a all for free. Yes. Okay. Sweet. Sick. <laughs> and probably the energy you get from the sun powers the wormhole. Yes. There's like a feedback loop. Yeah. Like there's yeah. some incredibly technical equations for you know maintaining cohesion and mm-hmm. the density of the field containing the wormhole and it's insane. Let's see what's amazing. Yes. 
We'll, by the way, just standing around here with that thing, we're probably all going to be dead in minutes. No, 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 there's the fuel around it that keeps it more or less safe. Yeah. That there's right. just some, some mild EM radiation comes up, which is, <laughs> which is where the whole religious so, awe part so, comes from, because so, it has a slight effect so, on you. Yeah. So whatever we're wearing is safe, but the rest of us is sunburnt. Yeah, you, you need like SPF a million <laughs> for that solar Bl- wind. Blisters. And <laughs> oh, hey, look. You got a tumor on your cheek now. <laughs> um, yeah, that's about it. Do you guys want to cut there or do you want to keep going? It's 10 o'clock. Is there more? There can be. You're in charge. I am? Yeah. God, you lead. There's a reason nobody else picked that character. This what? Is, this is a fairly reasonable stopping point if you want to stop. Okay, well, I guess. Otherwise, if you want, we can add more to it. We have made this a happy place. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, why don't we just take the kids, get out, mm-hmm. and leave them to their devices, and yeah. get the kids back home and go on to sounds the thing that wasn't the side quest. Okay. So what if we had actually gone to the town? You wouldn't have back here anyway. Okay. <laughs> cool. Uh, ultimately, the brother and sister, they're just going to go because... They'll go with you back to the town, which is where you're trying to go to in the first place. Um, and they'll probably try and like settle down there rather than being in the cult here. Like they're, they're a little bit bitter towards the cult even without douchebag around, just because they were kidnapped and bad things. But um, they really have no idea how to get back to their home because it's worked around so much that even though where it is in relative in, in relation to where they are now. So they're just going to find a nice town kind of kind of settle down. But they're extremely happy to be seeing them. Um, everybody can have. We're just not a one shot. Everybody can have two experience points for freeing Shulkins and finding and helping from the Sushikawa Temple. The discovery of the Vortex is also worth two XP. The Chippewa Valley Geek Actual Play and Community Theater Podcast is brought to you by Baron Von Productions. Numenera was written by Monty Cook and is published by Monty Cook Games. For more information, check out www.chippewavellageek.com. just make up the second part of that because I can never understand it, what it is. It sounds to me like wrapped up like a douche. In a it is. The it is. I thought it was a deuce, though. Deuce. It is deuce. I always say douche. I thought it was a douche. Mm-hmm. No, I, they went to the wrapped words. Everybody like thinks it's douche because of it. Yeah. Anyway. And gave my anus a curly whirly. Are you right hand ruling me? No. He's stuck. He's going through a, a loop in his head. I had to sneeze, and it went away. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
<laughs> and it's like literally the worst feeling in the world because now, I just want it to happen. Now, you're, now you're in an error state. <laughs> Speed's loading. Speed's loading. Speed's loading. Can <laughs> retry fail? Okay. You have to be ready for that to happen. Uh, I'm ready for that. <laughs> I wasn't ready for that. Where are you I was not expecting you to fuck up the entire thing. <laughs>